Hello and welcome to Between My Uncle and Me. I'm Alex. And I'm Luke. And this is a podcast about conversations I regularly have with my uncle. We talk about history, politics, relationships, you name it, we talk about it. If you listen and like what you hear, please subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and Spotify and leave us a review. We would also love to hear from you, the listeners. So please email the Between My Uncle and Me podcast at bmuampod at gmail.com. Feel free to ask us any questions that you would like. And if there's a particular topic that you would like to hear us discuss, please feel free to do so. Email us and let us know. Thank you. Okay. So, Uncle Luke. Yes, sir. Missed you last week. I sure did. I sure did. Same thing. And we, of course, we, you know, we... Uh, life happens. Life happens. And I think um, I, th- I think it was the right decision to, uh, you know, after Thanksgiving to spend a couple of days in quarantine a little bit just to make sure everything was uh, on the up and up. Absolutely. Uh, before getting together. Because we know we do, we do record this live. Yes. So, you know, safety first. Yes. So hopefully everyone had a a good Thanksgiving out there. My Thanksgiving was good. We we traveled to and and that's why it's because we traveled. We traveled to to uh to Queens to uh my sister-in-law's house okay, for great. for Thanksgiving dinner, which was yeah. which was nice. Which makes sense that uh I stayed away from you for a week. Yeah, yeah, it's fair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, 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 it's fair. It was the right decision. Yeah, so in in my case, um we just stayed at home of course. We did not travel to see any family members. And uh, except for the, the my direct family, namely of course my wife and my two boys. Yeah. And uh we had a wonderful Thanksgiving. It's, it was great. What did I mean, you did you cook? I sure did. What'd you make? That, uh, interestingly enough, you know, I've never really been a true turkey fan. Oh, you went for it. So I did not do the turkey oh. this time around. And I just got myself a nice big fowl okay. type of chicken. Yeah. And uh, I did it turkey style with Jamaican style jerk. Okay. So it was. Uh, it turned out pretty well. You made, made a, it jerk, a jerk. A jerk. Jerk fowl. A jerk. Whole chicken, jerk fowl, whole chicken. Nice. Yeah, it was it was great. Okay, and, uh, the family enjoyed it, and uh, it it was wonderful. And Very I, nice. And you know, family of four, and we didn't overdo it. Yeah. Uh, my wife almost was ready to pull out the big huge ham, until we realized, hey, it's only pretty much the four of us. Let's hold off a little bit. Okay. Until next time, and we did, and it's it's wonderful. Yeah, yeah. We the uh, food food was great. My my, my sister in law. Uh, Jasmine's sister, she made she made all the food. Okay, she made all the food. Everything came out great. I think she made the uh, turkey for the first time. That came out excellent as well. Nice. Food was really uh, food. Food was really good. Nice. So we we enjoyed ourselves, and then we played played board games with with with, with the family afterwards. It was a it was a it was a nice time. You know, uh, just we've been super strict with. Uh, We've we've taken COVID very seriously, so we we don't other yeah. other other than you it's coming, a good thing. yeah, other than you coming here on a, on a weekly basis, yeah, we don't get much human interaction. Yes, yes, you know, so it it, it was nice uh, to to keep it small, even though I did miss the uh, you know the bigger uh, the full family function. Yes, definitely, definitely. You know? And the, you know, there'll be a time for that. Hopefully, it'll be next year. Yeah. And, uh, the vaccine truly is amazing. Says that 
for me to have seen that they developed the vaccine within such a relatively short period of time. Yeah. And the one of the amazing things is in terms of like the response to the vaccine based on the DNA of the virus that was sent out to all the scientists worldwide says that with the full genome of the vaccine, they were able to generate via computer uh, an antidote to that virus, like basically the vaccine to that virus based on the DNA yeah. that was computer generated. That was it's truly amazing the yeah. time within which they they did that. So you know it gives the uh, the world hope that things can come back to normalcy within hopefully by uh, the end of summer next year. Hopefully that would be great. That would be amazing. That would be great because this is I think everyone is uh, everything. Everyone's a little fatigued with COVID with the restrictions. I, I I know I am. I'm still you know doing what I have to do, but it is. You know, it, it, it's it's a lot. Yeah, and um, from the very beginning, I had thought and I said, yeah, nothing, things could never come back to normal until a vaccine is gotten. Yeah. And of course, the typical time frame within which it's always explained that a vaccine is gotten for a particular virus is usually three to five years. And I had thought, wow, that would be truly much because nothing could ever come back to normal until a vaccine is generated. Yeah. And I'm so appreciative that they actually broke the code, says that England already approved of their particular vaccine. Yeah, they're taking they're 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 using Pfizer's Pfizer's vaccine. vaccine. Yeah. Truly, truly amazing. Truly yeah. amazing. Yeah. Um, I can't remember what the percentage. Uh, uh, effectiveness Pfizer's, was for Pfizer. Okay, Pfizer was, was at still at about. Uh, I think it was in the nineties. Ninety percent, and then yeah. when subsequently Moderna came out with their ninety four point five. Ninety four percent. So yeah, yeah. the meaning is, is going to be uh, very successful. And one of the people, of course, that is directly in line are the healthcare workers yeah. and residents of nursing homes, and it just so happens to be. My wife is a physician. She's definitely going to be first in line as one of the first group of people w for which the vaccine will be, uh, you know, will will be given. Yeah. And uh, it's a little good and comforting for me to know because initially back in March 2020, my wife being a physician, when it was first came out that there was such a pandemic virus out there, it was really scary from a personal standpoint. Yeah, I mean, she's, she was on the front line. She was on the front lines when a whole bunch of people were being sick at at her hospital. And she, the world did not yet know that much about the virus. It was a novel virus. I've always thought the, the word, when they call it novel, novel virus, yeah. it was weird because yeah. it's like there's nothing novel about the virus except it being new. You know, it's like when it's novel, it kind of tastes as if there's something good about right, it. Right, right. But that's what it was. It was it was, uh, it was truly scary from a personal standpoint. It's uh, certain things you one only can un understand it fully when you are the one experiencing it. When you hear it and people explain it to you and they tell you, yeah, it was scary. And of course, you could imagine, oh, I can imagine, yeah, it was scary. But when you are living it on a day-to-day -day basis with the understanding that your wife, your mate, or your spouse is a healthcare, healthcare person who's working directly on the front lines with sick people to the point where it's, the, the disease is potentially lethal, 
I mean, the fear is real. It's a daily fear. And I was just ever so appreciative as she, my wife continues to work. She's always very careful. You know, she wears the mask. She follows all the rules. She's very good with that. And over time, as the months were elapsing, I was then seeing in real time, okay, I guess myself and my sons, we're okay. We're safe. Because at any time, I was expecting we could become infected with the virus. And then the crazy thing with the virus is that you never know how it's going to affect you. You could have, I would read, you know, I'm constantly reading whatever papers that I ever get my hands on just to make sure that I'm in touch with other bits of information. Says that, you know, the, one of the local New York newspapers that I often read, just for the purpose and the value of getting the information from a different source, namely, of course, the New York Post, which is not my preferred newspaper. It's just a tabloid, right-wing newspaper who is also always um, supporting the Trump administration no matter what harm it's doing. So it's not my favorite newspaper. I just get whatever information, if it were to be useful, I'd like to also know about it. And when I would be, and I would often be reading things about how the doctors and the healthcare people were faring in Italy, where it had, oh yeah, as one of the first Western countries that it had started to affect, and certain things that I would read, and every time that I would read about it, of course, I would relate it back to my to Sabine, my, and then the physician, and um, at times it would be scary because at times for whatever reason. I would have thought that, okay, the doctors were not directly doing the daily healthcare interaction with the patients as opposed to nurses and and, and other healthcare workers of the like. But when I would be reading how many doctors would be expiring in Italy, it kind of hit home for me. It made it a little scary and personal. So, of course, you know, I know I've been speaking on and on. Let me let you say something. No, yeah, no, it's just um, <laughs> being here in New Jersey and New York at the epicenter when it first got to the U.S., We, I think a lot, I think most people here at least know someone who got COVID and or died from COVID. Yes. And that's how you know how how real it is because right. you know uh my you know my sister got it you know my sister's a nurse she got it and like i mean these healthcare workers they they really are on the front line like brave people they're heroes you know uh you know my sister had went to she went to texas for like 4 months not 4 months like maybe 3 months mm-hmm. to uh after after getting COVID here, experiencing what she experienced in the New York hospitals, went down there for 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 three months to work at a, a, a high a, a hospital that was uh, overrun and and had capacity with, yes. with with COVID. So it, it's like it, it's, there's something special about those people who really are just selfless. It, it makes it makes you nervous though when 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 they're out there because you know it's so 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 little data. There was so little data at the time, as far as That's you know, right. you know. Oh, I, you got it, but okay, right. can you can you get it again? That's right. I, I believe there have been some cases of people um, uh, get, getting it multiple multiple yes. times. Yes. And um, you know, and then uh, the one the, one of the worst. You always see, you always hear about the the cases. Um, and sorry, everyone who is trying to 
not think about COVID and 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 are you know have this positive uh, have hope with this new vaccine. This this is we're just we're just that's how excited yeah, we are. Yeah, yeah, we, you know, <laughs> it, it really is. I, I don't want to bring everybody back to like the darkest times, but I mean, hey, like we're 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 right back in this this new wave, and this is going to be. It's getting bad. There were three thousand deaths the other day. Uh, the other day. Yes, you know, and of course, what we're doing right now, actually, definitely not trying to hawk in or think back to the tougher times back in March. It's just for me. It's like the hope is so clear. That's what it is. It's my happiness and appreciation that the vaccine is has actually been developed in such record time that. It's so appreciative on my part because I do understand that that is the only way that the country and the world will be able to get back to normal and con- continue to do business. And at times it was it's very difficult for me how the politicians, the people who are in power, who are responsible for their respective states or locale or jurisdictions, how they don't automatically, especially with the last administration, namely the Trump administration, that they were not able to see that there will be no economic recovery if you do not first address the COVID issue. I mean, it's a no-brainer. It's always obvious. If everyone, just by way of them, of one simply visiting a family member, you can't visit that family member. You don't dare go to that family member's house and you're scared to death of your own family member who may be infected with a disease annoying to him or her and because of that you will not be going to that family member i mean it's obvious it's, it's not a normal world you you can you can not even give your family member a, a a hug very quickly like an example that of course that i experienced you know my wife again a physician she works at the hospital as a physician and when she would come home not just when the pandemic just started but as it was going on in the thick of it. And my one of my sons, my 17-year-old son, who's always very careful, yeah. loved his mother very much, loved his mo- mother to death, but he's so careful of, of, and, and conscious of, of his health as well At when his mother would come home from work, um, she, he would just, like, stay away and back off. He yeah, would not yeah. hug her. Sometimes the mother was would keep all her work clothes in the car, the, do not bring it in the, in the house. But nonetheless, he's like... He's not taking any chances. Yeah. <laughs> He's not giving her a run. Yeah. And I was like, wow, that's that's truly amazing. I mean, it affects you to that level. And yeah. for me, it's it's a it's a uh, happiness and, and an appreciation of the fact that the hope is out there, of course, with the vaccine. And I look forward to it being distributed out there so that to allow the world and us and to go back to some type of normalcy yeah it, it, it it'll be it, it'll be nice i can't i can't wait because a lot of people a lot of people died from from this and you know uh the, the, you know you, you hear the stories uh you know on the on the news about different different families and then and then one of the one of the toughest cases close to home was you know grandpa's grandpa's best friend very good friend you know his mm-hmm. his, his his best friend who you know he he got it and within a week uh, within a week's time like while he was in the hospital uh intubated his brother passed away from and his, it and his and mother. then his mother got it and passed away from it too and i know their i know their um i know his daughter uh because when i was in um 
law school in Boston, mm-hmm. she was uh, up there studying like nursing or something, and okay. and I, I, I had I had met her, and I just I just I just couldn't stop thinking about her, just the fact that she lost so many family members. In so short a in, period in of a, time, in a week. So you had actually met his daughter yeah, yeah, in Boston. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I knew her. Okay. Um, yeah, I didn't know her well. I'm just saying. Okay, you yeah, know, met her yeah, 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 yeah. At um, you know, at, at uh, one of my cousin's houses. Okay. Uh, where she was staying. Mm-hmm. Um, so, man, it was it, it it was tough. So that and that and that happened very early on, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. That, that that that's when I was like, man, this thing is not yeah, a joke. Yes. Yes. This this is serious business. Yes, I, so. I remember my mother, of course, you know your your grandmother had given me a call regarding that when he had gone into the hospital. I believe it was about a Saturday. So and by the time she called me again, he had already passed the, the following Thursday. It was truly shocking. It was, it was also the speed with which that coronavirus takes you down. I mean, it's uh, truly scary. And, it's, uh, and like you said, everyone experiences it differently. Yeah. To the point. And, and like the scariest part about it is like, this is the asymptomatic part. Where yes. you can, where you can, have no symptoms, not know that you have this thing, and then pass it to somebody else, and yep. they have the worst go about with it, you know. Yep. But, my uh, uh, my very good friend's mother had it, of course. Higgins, his mother had it. She's seventy nine. She's she's lives in a nursing home, and she came out pretty much okay, perfectly fine. My friend's grandmother, ninety six years old, got it, recovered from it. Yes. And whereas Makes no sense. much younger people, 20s, 30s, yeah. they get it, Done. and then they expire. But as Biden says, as Biden says, the president-elect, help is on the way. <laughs> COVID was mismanaged completely by this administration with, the, with just the completely contradictory statements where the scientists are saying one thing the administration is not leading by example and doing another thing and i think and it's hard to guess what anyone in this administration is thinking but my thought was just that they kind of took the side where they they just said look people are going to die from this nothing is going to happen until there's a vaccine and maybe for them it was the focus was just getting the vaccine and once it comes out, it's distributed, and then and then and then quality of life resumes. I know I'm giving. I know I'm giving a lot of. I know I'm giving a <laughs> lot of rope. I'm like, giving a lot of you rope. You can see that's exactly <laughs> yeah. where I'm leading I'm giving, to. Yeah. I'm where giving, I'm heading to because I'm saying, Alex, you you've giving that criminal enterprise so much more credit, in my opinion, than they deserve because that guy, they had no plan. That administration with the person at the head of it, namely Mr. Trump, had no idea which way he was heading. All he was doing is reading the wind in terms of how may his profits one way or another, how may he benefit from all of the corona. As macabre as it may sound, it was truly amazing to see it in real time. So that they were pumping hydro hydroxychloroquine where it was proven that yeah. it did not work. Yeah, how could I were, forget about were, that? They were touting it as the best product. So they had no idea, no plan, no understanding, no caring of anything that they were they were they were doing. And no credit whatsoever should be given to them 
because and in the end he was literally trying to make believe it did not exist as if people would not notice says that the election would have already elapsed and he would have conned everyone and get another term and he was hoping to actually get away with it that way and luckily sometimes based on what you just um, referred to at times it was a little bit unbelievable to me to have thought that COVID was terrible and it was so real so obvious and that's what kind of in my opinion I believe helped wake up a lot of different types of people in this country to have been able to see that this guy is nothing but a demagogue, not doing anything about the COVID or anything else, thereby putting everybody's lives at risk and danger with literally people dying. And as much as a good number of people sometimes would like to to not observe the facts and the truth, this one, no one was able to escape. Even if at times you'd want to give Trump some credit for it, I mean, namely his supporters, it's like it's, it became undeniable. And at times I would observe and I say, could it be that, God forbid, if COVID, COVID had not occurred, that he would have been successful for a second term? It's scary to think about. But one thing we were, were definitely able to observe is that COVID kind of laid everything bare. No one was, he was not able to cover the story and make believe it did not exist. He was not able to define his own reality. Namely, I'm speaking about Trump. And in the end, fortunately, everyone was able to see him for the true person that he is, such that he's not getting anything done. And for everyone to kind of wake up and say, he's got to go in. I'm so happy to think not only will the vaccine be is on is on schedule to be distributed in the upcoming year of 2021 in on january 20th 2021 at noon i'm happy to know that the good people of the country have voted in a brand new administration biden harris i love it i mean it it, it, look, it seems to me like sunshine is coming in january yeah Brighter days. Brighter days. In the middle <laughs> of winter, January 20th, there will be sunshine for the whole world. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, that was me trying to play devil's advocate. <laughs> and, it, and it's so hard with, like, with, with this administration, right? Um, Donald Trump got a lot of votes, right? If, if he handled, I feel like, COVID was his opportunity to be presidential. It could to have be, been, yes. To be the quote-unquote wartime president that he wanted to be. This was, I, I believe this was a layup. A layup because this is something that is affecting the entire world. No one could have, I don't want to say no one could have seen it coming because some people knew the administration knew early on as early as February that how bad it was, but you had an opportunity, you had an opportunity to almost just completely change the narrative that everyone, that, 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 that was going around about you for the, for the, for three years straight. That's right. That you were, that you only cared about yourself, that you weren't getting anything done and all of that. And then, and then having gone through, you know, an impeachment and all that stuff, 
you you had the uh, the golden opportunity to just handle this correctly, and I believe ha- had he done that, I think he would have been reelected. Absolutely, that is correct. He, he would have been. It would have been his. It would have been his nine eleven yeah. uh, Giuliani right. moment. That's right. It would have been his Obama. Um, the, the what was it? The um, the two thousand eight two thousand nine fiscal crisis. Yeah, yeah, the, the, the crash. Mm-hmm. That would have been his moment. Yes, botched it. Yes, and um, you, you're right. And notice so many ifs. You we say it. It, it could have been a lay, easy layup for him. It could have been his opportunity to shine. He could have taken it seriously. But all those things require one to be true, moral, and not lazy and well-meaning. Either all those little basic things that I just mentioned, he's lazy, he has no good will intentions, he's selfish, he does not want to work, he's not interested in the work. So something that seems to be easy, that would be an easy layup for him, He's not interested in that because he's never been interested and he never had the formal training to do that. He's never created anything. He's never really ran a business on the value of the business. And it's one of those things when people, they used to tout him via The Apprentice that he's that's a great businessman. But it's something that you don't just magically become a great businessman. You don't just magically become a great administrator. Because in order for you to be a, a great administrator and organizer, you have to work day and night administrating and delegating duties to the right people to get the right tasks done. He's never had any such experience in his life to ever have done that. He never had to invoke true discipline to achieve something in his life on his own. And it's like magically, just as you say, it would be such an easy layup for him to do. But yet, for him, obviously it has proven, it has been proven that it was a um, formidable task for him. He could not do that, even if it seems as a layup. It's only a layup, it seems that way, if you are a trained professional who has worked and invoked self-discipline before, Alex, to achieve a particular goal. Notice... All of those things that you actually need in order to accomplish a simple thing. So that if you're going to bring it back to the basketball metaphor, an easy layup is only if you could jump. Right. <laughs> you know, it's only an easy layup if you could jump. If you, if you if practice you're lazy, it. Yeah. You, 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 you can't jump. You never practice. You don't even know how to play the ball, basketball. It might seem as an easy layup, but only to an athlete. And he's nowhere near that. I'm happy that. We are. There's gonna come a time when we're not going to be hit in the face every day with what the president is saying. I look forward to not hearing Joe Biden every day of your life. I, I look forward to it. That's exactly it. Yeah. Certain people are. There would be articles in the Times and New York Times specifically, and we would say, "When will we not hear from Trump on a daily basis again?" I mean, it's almost a little perverse. I have thought that a guy by the name of Trump who became president, he would want you to be thinking about him and only him every day of your life for the last four years, whether <laughs> it was for a good reason or a bad reason. And, most, and mostly, of course, it was always for a bad reason. It was never a good reason. It's just truly unbelievable. And now, it's been a while, of course, since you know the election occurred, November yeah. 4th, and there has been so many flailings on the part of Trump and his 
and his uh, cadre of people who are trying to reverse the election says that at times I have to tell you it was part enjoyable for me because I need to see how flailing and they're trying to figure out and think of all types of crazy concoctions by which they could try to overturn the election because that also reflects, understand, it also reflects how the 80 million of people who voted for Biden are now crowded in Trump's head. That's what that says. He wanted everyone to be thinking about him every day for the last four years, right? Now, guess what? Every day since the election of November 4th, Alex, he's thinking about all of the 80 million people who voted for Biden against him. All of those 80 million people who voted for Biden against him on November 4th, all of them are are now crowded in his empty head. Including all the dead people who voted. (laughs) He's being haunted. (laughs) He's being haunted, for sure. But the, the, the big con here, though, I don't know if you if you saw the big con about this whole fighting the like these obvious results and like you know getting shut shut down by every single court except the one he's been reaching out to his supporters for for donations for funds. since since the election quite effective Quite effective, over two hundred million dollars raised. Two hundred seven million dollars raised, and at some point, one week prior, it had been one hundred and fifty million dollars right. raised. Within a week, it had jumped to two hundred seven million dollars. It's amazing how much money he's amassing. Th- that right? That's like that's that's between th- week three and week four of having lost the election. He mm-hmm. he 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 got fifty million more dollars, and that money. There's no, that's that's his money. He's going to be able to do what he wants with that money. He raised two hundred million dollars off of nonsense. That's right. It's the wildest. Of course, legally, yeah, he has the right to use seventy five percent of it. Is supposed to go to, um, you know, the uh, the PACs. But of course, twenty five percent of his legally. He could hold. He could claim that it's administrative costs, okay. administrative maintenance for the nonprofit. Okay, I didn't know what the uh, what, yeah. the, what the breakdown yeah, the was. Breakdown is, yeah, seventy five percent of it he has to use for that purpose. Twenty five percent, but I mean, come on, it's Trump. It's Trump. It's gonna exactly. be the, it's gonna That's be first <laughs> out of minimum, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. gonna be like eighty percent for him, right? Uh, you know, plus or minus twenty for him for 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 you know for the actual work that's supposed to be done. There's no, there's no way. Truly amazing. And how Truly about, uh, how about, um, how about Rudy Giuliani? Oh my goodness! I mean, that is just <laughs> to, to think, to think that 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 guy was a former U.S. attorney. Was a former U.S. attorney, former in the mayor Southern District of New York, of nuts. New York. And what he's what he's become yeah. is just it's shocking to see. Yeah, it's. I don't even understand, honest, and it, and, it, and it must it, it goes to show the state of the society, right? Because for him to be getting all of that airtime, spewing just garbage and nonsense <laughs> is is insane. There's no other. There's no other way to 
to put it. Enter- entertainment for the cable channel. Yeah, I guess I guess that's all it is. Because they love the spectacle. They love the they love the spectacle. They love the ambiance and it Man. and it generates a lot of high ratings and it's just entertaining and because it's obvious on its face that it's just out of this world. I mean, look, our our, our standing in the world mm-hmm. has plummeted over these last four years. I mean, you you've just got you you've got a, a America going back on its on its word on on things that they've that they've agreed to do, pulling out of the, you know the Paris Climate Accord, pulling out of everything, right? Like just just so chaotic. And just for them, for people to just be around the world to be just be witnessing yep. our politics right now, just crazy. Supporting the the torture of that Saudi Arabian journalist, yeah. as the U.S. has always been going around the world, claiming, um, you know, advocating for human rights in China and everywhere else. Advocating for fair elections. Advocating for fair elections as the Trump. Attempts to overturn the elections and disenfranchise the votes in every yeah. urban city, whether it's Detroit, Milwaukee. <laughs> yeah, I mean Philadelphia and Pennsylvania is just a stop the count. <laughs> Keep counting. Uh, it's just truly amazing. Quite, into, you know, it, it would have been funny and entertaining if there were not so many dire consequences. This movie is is so it's so real, right? No, it, no, it's 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 so. <laughs> if you yeah, five years ago, you make this movie, everyone's walk everyone's walking out. They would have thought it's crazy. First thirty time, minutes. Man, first thirty minutes. It's out, it's out of this world. It's yeah. like what kind of crazy. First thirty minutes. Oh yeah, right. That can't happen. Could Goodbye. never happen. Goodbye. Could never happen. Get out of here. It's like ridiculous. No. <laughs> Again, you know what I've alluded alluded to you and spoken to you sometime before and sometimes it's good to review a couple of little key points after certain key events occur and before before this election of course so many people were on edge one of them specifically that I know of my nephew sitting right across from me. You're looking at him? <laughs> I'm looking at him right now. Oh, my God. You know, he was so on edge. Because there was so much at stake. It was just, like, unbelievable. It's like, it has to happen. The Democrats have to win. It cannot go the other way. And it showed, like, the, the margin of good people too bad. It's never that... It's not that widespread. You know, it's a little thin. And that's why every now and then it goes back and forth. But I'm so happy that the good people came through to the tune of 7 million more good people than the rest. 7 million. I think it hit 7 million. Biden's popular vote edge crossed 7 million. It used to be 6, six point something. I think it finally hit the 7 million. That's amazing. And if you remember when we were talking the last time, the numbers that were projected in order for the Democrats to win. Oh, I remember. Was like 7.5 million is a shoe in, which is great. It's like, it, it improves it. It's a shoe in. Yeah, 4.5 The margin of going million. to translate into yeah. the amount of electoral votes that Biden got right now, which is namely 306. And it's amazing. And, it, and it, we, the Democrats came through. That's the type of tsunami definitely we were hoping for that You're was right. slated to happen. It was supposed to be a tsunami. They tried to delay it to kind of hint as if it's not coming, but the cavalry came through. You're an oracle. Thank you, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> it was coming through. 
It came through, Alex. It did. It and did. of course, you know, the only thing that within between those three states we're supposed to look at again, again, it's good to recap to kind of as you're breathing a little easier now. A lot of people were like, they were waiting to exhale. <laughs> they were waiting to exhale on November 4th. Yeah. And at times, based on the data, it's like, as you understand it, it's not, it's not going to seem clear. The mirage is going to turn. It's going to go back and forth. It was. It's good to see that. Bang, eyes on the prize. We came through, not just for this country, but for the world. And that's why, like, out of the three we were talking about, North Carolina, Georgia, and Florida, and even right now, I'll say, I never thought it would have been Georgia out of those three, Alex. Yeah. You know, but it, it's beautiful to see. We'll take one. We'll take it. And that one had to come through for us, and it guaranteed everything else with that 306. Have you seen, have you seen, and I, and, and, Forgive me for not knowing who these who these names are. It's been one of the craziest weeks for mm-hmm. me. You're into home beautification. What's happening right now is just insane. So um, the though, so we got the Senate runoffs, right? Yes. For the two uh, for the two candidates in uh, for the senators well, for, in Georgia. Have you seen Have you seen those? Uh, those recent rallies where these like these these, these republicans they're they're pretty much like they're pretty much trying to convince people not to go to the polls to vote because like you know the, the Dominion machines are, yes. are, are 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 like corrupted yes. and I'd seen and, some- and we're not going to we're not gonna go vote unless you uh, unless you get uh, Kemp to call a special uh, session. Yes. What do you know what's happening? Because yeah. I, I I briefly I briefly saw this this clip and like I said I haven't had a, I, I haven't turned on the TV this week and I haven't read a, an, an article this week. I don't know yes, what's going on yes, in the world. Yes, there was a there was a clown Trump lookalike <laughs> with a MAGA hat, red MAGA hat, <laughs> doing simi- his best Trump, similar hair, hairstyle, doing yeah. his best Trump impersonation, and he was definitely telling the supporters, the would be supporters of those two. Um, senatorial candidates, namely Laflaw and Purdue, yeah. to he was telling the supporters not to vote for Laflaw or Purdue unless Laflaw and Purdue um, express their support for Trump by calling for a, uh, uh, a a recount of the votes once again. Yeah, I heard like a legislative session or something, yeah, something whatever. Yeah. And that's something that I truly hope that the supporters, the would-be supporters of Laflaw, fingers crossed, and do actually follow through and yeah. not support. I mean, he was telling the supporters that they do not deserve your vote. It's crazy if they do not continue to pursue and claim and claim election fraud occurred in Georgia against Trump. And I truly hope that they were within a, a, the earshot of a lot of the would-be supporters of Laugh Law 
or or Purdue to not actually go vote Republican. That would be for them to just pretty much stay home. That would be wonderful. So that's what that's been all about. I mean, you'd have to see him. He's such a spectacle. It's truly amazing. I mean, he's whipped himself off uh, off in a frenzy. He believes what he was saying, and he was just like uh, doing a truly. Uh, it, he looked it, like a perfect caricature of Trump. Yeah, it was like watching watching a clone. Yeah, it's it, it and I, and then I remember just seeing that and thinking, man, I hope more of these clones and copycats don't start popping up because it was just it was just so obvious it was just so obvious that what he was trying to do and look like it's so bizarre it was what bizarre. is happening it's crazy yeah but um it's, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a, a big vote out, out there oh, with the senatorial vote in Georgia it's gonna be big and yeah it's a, it has a lot to do with the groundwork that a good number of the black women in Georgia have done. I had read something about that in the New York Times again, and the black women have been working on the ground, doing the grassroots registration Led among the electorals in, mm-hmm. in Georgia for the last 15 years. Yeah. So them, some of them were saying, some of the organizers on the ground in Georgia, one of them whose last name is Davis, and I an activist who's been organizing the vote, she said, yeah, they're not surprised that Georgia went blue this time around because they've been working- 15 years, For you the said. past 15 years, since oh, 2004. Wow. So they've been working, and they said they've had a hard time convincing the National Democratic- um, um, National Democratic- uh, Committee? Committee to, yeah. to actually support them and put a lot of money in Georgia. They had not, and they pretty much helped turn Georgia blue on their own, a good number of the of the, of the black women out there. Do you, do you do you did the article mention anything about what the catalyst was was that began that? You um, said two thousand four. Yes. Uh, two thousand four. They, they they were they, yes. They were pretty much just tired of how elections went in Georgia. The 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 uh, electoral machine out there. They were they felt they were not being properly represented, and that they were always kept out, and they were crowded out of the electoral process and they had started to mobilize to try to get more that's incredible rep- yeah and, and they did it and that that's the result of the work they've been doing for the last 15 years and of course uh and one of those people who was also out there doing that work of course was the story stacy abrams so um so uh, they they have the credit for that that's without a doubt and that's one of the reasons why you know they're trying to disenfranchise you know those voters right now in Georgia. I mean they they did it when um, they did they did it when Stacey Abrams ran for governor. Yeah. Right. They uh, they purged they purged so many uh, people from the from from the voter voter rolls. Yes. Uh, not surprisingly, in black mm-hmm. and brown communities. Yep. For her, that must feel so gratifying because yeah. to be to have lost the way she did. Very close race with so many votes purged, so many mm-hmm. people disenfranchised yes. to then kind of stick with it and come back and deliver the state. She, she's real. She's with the fight. And that's why her- That's no nonsense. Her organization um, is aptly called Fair Fight. <laughs> and in Atlanta, too, I had seen there's a, uh, there's a mule of her, too, out there. She's a star out there, in a way. To the point where she's acknowledged, and there's a mule at a at the corner of a building with her with her image there. Rightfully so. Yes, is, yeah. is, is anything else going on outside of politics? Yes, the, we we definitely. What else is going on out there? Hmm. 
What's going on uh, with you? What's going on with me? Yeah. Yes. Good, good question. Yeah, I've been busy taking care of business in terms of a lot of things. I have a, you know, a lot of, uh, a lot of things going on, whether it's business. Very vague. I'm being vague. Very vague. I'm being vague, but, uh, but a lot, but a lot. Very it's, But it's good, but it's good. Okay. But it's good, you know. It's never, and it's okay. It's, yeah. You know, it's one of those uh, interesting, challenging times, but you come out the better for it. But the most important thing that I've always considered, that I've always felt is that, you know, your mind always got to be right. Make sure you keep your mind right. Keep it sharp. Yeah, keep it sharp. Keep your mind right. If your mind is not right, you're in trouble. That's always been my thing. That's always that. So, so, so why why do you say that? I say that because like whenever you're experiencing your most challenging things in life, at times when it hits you, however, whatever it may be, maybe whether it's personal relationships um, or with family members, and whatever the nature of those relationships with family members, I don't have any problems you know with my wife my direct family or anything like that but whenever you're encountering your most challenging times you definitely got to constantly be analyzing and updating yourself keeping your mind right keeping your keeping yourself strong stronger and happy and not ever close to down no matter what so how, how do you know, how do you do that though good good question um for me, I'll only speak for myself because sometimes I'd be there. How do you realize if you have the answers to everything? I'm not claiming that I do at all. Um, but I know that I've always felt that uh, when I, namely when I graduated, when I felt most down, I always understood that this situation is only as bad as if you let it knock you down. And if it knocks you down, then you don't matter anymore. You expire. You're done. You know, people could sympathize with you. They could care about you. They could love you. But if whatever, you're not there, you're not okay, all that love, sympathy doesn't affect it. Doesn't matter. You're you're simply not there. Even if you're a good person, let's say you didn't deserve it. I remember that's something I've said to Sabine at times. I said, yeah, I know we're good people. We've proven it. We've taken care of our family members. Yeah. And if at some point you might have some in-laws, in-laws, for example, because everybody always at times has a story with an in-law. Yeah. So if you have, if you know, if an in-law you feel is doing something bad, terrible, and horrible, and you're a good person, you you have once actually taken care and helped take care of that in-law with everything you were able to do, and then you would come at some point, is that in-law who's really making your life diff more difficult and more unpleasant. Then I always I said to her, yeah, good people, good people don't get what they deserve. It would be I it would it sound ridiculous and funny and really not a good thing. It's like good people, you mean to tell me good people don't get what they deserve? No, good people don't get what they deserve. Good people get what they fight for. So I mean, if you were to know you're a good person, you don't deserve this. You deserve ten times better. Why am I being attacked and abused that way. I don't deserve this. I'm the one who has helped to, to, to do this and that and this and that. Is Am I not? Yes, you are. Yeah, good people don't get what you deserve. You get what you fight for. I like that. You don't get what you deserve. Yeah. You mean that's what you deserve. I deserve it. No, you don't get what you deserve. You get what you fight for. Because every time, every time when, I, when I would analyze, I would say, yeah, it's, it's an interesting thing if, I, if I'm analyzing it. And I do not mind. 
other people don't have to agree with me, I don't care because I know I'm right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I could say, you know what? If you observe any head of country, pretty much, I could say, yeah, the only good leader of the world of a country that I would be able to genuinely say, yeah, that's a good person, not is Obama. Because Obama was, I believe, true, good, genuinely good guy. He was, you know, educated, constitutional lawyer, for example. But I mean, like a good number of countries, they're not ruled by the person who's the good person. It's like the bad person always comes at the top. It's like it makes no sense for me. I always got the impression that, yeah, you know, bad people rule the world, you know. Sometimes I say, like, how come the good people don't rule the world? <laughs> don't control the countries, the good people. It's like, no, the bad people were so devious and so devilish. They eliminated all the other good people. I'm just so then I so digressed the, a little bit. Sure, you did a little, <laughs> but so, so then that would also mean that um, the bad people get what they fight for too. They do. They get what they fight for. You so know, then what? everyone yeah, gets okay. what everyone gets what they fight for. Then. That that is correct. But the bad people get the bad things that they fight for. Yes, yeah. they get what they fight for. They get the bad things that they fight for. They're never good. Sure, but a bad... Okay, a bad person fighting for... The bad things that they're the seeking, bad things they that get they it. Want, yeah, they, they get they, it. Some, they sometimes get it, but I understand. But the good person fighting that, you have more longevity. Mm. Hopefully with Big, your okay, determination yeah, yeah. and the good on your side... You'll 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 prevail. Yeah, you're doing things you do. Okay, you're doing what you're supposed to do. There's an aspect of I don't know. There's a there's a there's a certain element I guess that doesn't come crashing down on you. Yeah, yeah. Because you are doing things. Yeah, you're good. You have good on your side. You had good intentions. You are genuinely a good person, and you know you you you, you'll prevail with that, and it gives you that energy to continue. For the most part, obviously, there are exceptions where you know good people get. Yeah, yeah. But that but but exactly because of what you asked is exactly why I said that. I'm like, yeah, good people don't get what you deserve. You get what you fight for. So meaning if you you know, you make sure, you know, you take care of yourself no matter what. You know, but it's been busy, of course, as I you know, we, you know, regarding um some some of the in laws of things that I'm taking care of. But luckily the good thing that I'm happy about and truly genuinely happy about is like, yeah, I'm prevailing. Nice. Sometimes I don't I don't I wouldn't want to prevail. Sure. As much as I am the way that I am, but but I am. <laughs> I, I am. Yeah, we, 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 won't, we won't get we won't get too deep into it. Yeah. Uh, one 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 thing I I do want to um, read because uh, it made my day. So, uh, Jasmine, my wife, um, I think it was Monday morning. She sent me a text message and she's like, "You got you you guys got your first review." <laughs> that's cool and uh and it made my day and i just mm-hmm. want to read it because it, okay. it, it, it does um because you know we we have no idea who's listening but 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 based on uh the analytics that i'm now <laughs> paying attention to people are listening uh which is which is which is great um but then uh let me just find this here first review on saturday from king savant King Savant. Yeah. Hello, King Savant. Thank yes. you for the review. Thanks for I- listening. Yeah. And 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 the the it, it, he says um, uh, I just like listening to you both a lot. It gives me a nice nostalgic vibe for some reason. It's hard to explain. Also, the cover is nice. 
I love when you talk about past experiences in your lives that had a lasting effect on you, by the way. I just find them very interesting. You guys are doing you guys are going places. Keep up the great episodes. Wow. And the, the title the title of the review was Love It. Okay, made, great. Made, made my day. Super well. I'm happy that you shared that information with me. And because of that, I'd like to definitely take a, a second or so to say thank you, King Savan. I'm happy uh, you enjoyed it. And, of course, uh, we'll be continuing to try to produce as many more as we can. Definitely. And, of course, you know, our goal from the beginning is from a good place. Um, um, we hope that it could be educational. And um, and the reason being, I'm happy that, you know, my nephew Alex, he had always thought that it was sufficiently useful to him to the point where he would thereafter seek to, of course, um, create a podcast with it, So, which is great. And also, you know, I do just like like talking to you and, pick, yes. and, and, and picking your brain. I thank think you, we have some, 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 some good conversations. So Yeah, that's why once in a while I try to make sure that I have enough information within it. <laughs> yeah. Within it, within it, just in case you ask me certain things or questions, you know, so that I can understand and have the, uh, the uh, information in the database to actually, uh, you know, speak about it, you know? Just, just because you said that, uh, I just want to say one thing that that that's just funny because it, it was just it was just interesting to see how how you had what you what you did after this this phone call. I I, I remember in two thousand eight, I was working as a paralegal at a, at a law firm, and the market crashed, and I'm watching. You know, I've never I've never owned a stock in my life. I'm watching all these stocks crash. In particular, AIG. I just remember this vividly. AIG was at like, you know, sixty, seventy, whatever, yeah. however many dollars it was at, and went down to two dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That day, and I was just like, and I didn't have a but I didn't have a lot of money, but mm-hmm. I had some I had some money saved mm-hmm. up. Mm-hmm. I wanted to buy. I wanted to buy something because mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, I don't know if these stocks are ever going to go back up again, mm-hmm. but this thing is at $2. I called you up. Yes, I Uncle remember. Luke, what are we going to do about it? What are we going to do about this market? It's yes. it, it, it's it's crashing. It's crashed. Yes. Are we buying? Yes. What are we doing? <laughs> and, yes. And then, and I remember like later later on, you told me like, you were like, um, you were like, yeah, I, I guess after that, you had, you and, and, I, and I, th- I think you had been dealing with stocks yeah, before that's when we, or, I started, already. Yeah, that's when I started uh, pretty much urgently yeah. going into the market, doing investing, learning, and then I became, I, I, I was exposed to the market before by way of my having worked for market data vendors before, yeah. namely companies who deal with providing market data information. So it kind of reminded me that I shouldn't just be sitting around. I have to pay attention to it and get back on the horse with that. And I did. I enjoyed it. We traded and I got back into the market world as I've always wanted and been excited to get into it. I still love it and there's always a time for it and I aspire to trade in, into it again in the future. Yeah, literally, you know, a couple months later, yeah. you're like this is, you're like a mega day trader. Yes. <laughs> trading in the stock market, trading oil. Yes. Making a bunch of money and I was just yeah. like, man, this isn't this is insane. And you you taught yeah. me you taught me a bunch from from that. I just remember, you know, later on you 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 were like, yeah. Like you 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 called me up asking like what I should do and I didn't have the answer then. Mm-hmm. And you, you your mentality was just that you can't be 
you can't not have answers. Yes, that That's was. Kinda, my, yeah. I just thought that was funny with you, the way you the way you phrase it. I got. Oh, you remember? Yeah, what I, remember I said that, specifically yeah, 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 that yeah, time. Yeah, because wow. yeah, you were just like, mm-hmm. he was like, yeah, I can't. You, you, you can't call me up looking for looking for guidance, and and I don't know. I can't guide you which way you know yes. tell you tell you tell you yes or no or go left or right or wow, whatever. Wow, uh huh. And then you freaking like taught yourself how to day trade yes, successfully. Yes, yes, it was, yes. It was. Yeah, I'm happy. It's crazy. interesting that you remembered that specific the yeah. specific words that were exchanged at that time, which is great because I felt yeah, I have to be able to provide an answer and some type of guidance. I can't just be sitting on my laurels, as they say. <laughs> yeah. And it, it was good, yeah. and it was a good um, it was a good kicker for me. And yeah. That's You yeah. know, once I get a certain amount of capital back, you know, I, I even if I trade it in a slightly different manner, but I, I have to be in there no matter what. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that was um, that was a that was a that was a fun that was a fun time. That was a fun that was a, that was a fun run. Yes, it was a fun run. Was a, and was, yeah. and um, I have to say, since you go since you're going to bring that up again okay. with the market, I mean, when one understands the market and you have a certain amount of capital. And you're trading, if you're trading your own funds, your own capital, as of course, you know, for good, for the last 15 years that I had, you experience a certain amount of of awe and power contained within you that I'm happy I've never done any type of drugs ever in any which way, shape in my life or ever touched a cigarette ever in my life. I've never had any interest and I never expect any interest, but it was better than a drug. You got a rush. It's like a daily <laughs> rush in terms of yeah. um, profitable, constructive, legitimate rush. And I do understand what it is. That's one of the reasons why I had always been fascinated with it from the time that I was exposed to the market when I was working for a market data vendor in 1994. And and the thought of it is just like, in my opinion, once once one has the capital and you understand the market, you're on top of the world. Because there's so many elements that you have to be able to have in order to be in the market. You You have to have that liquid capital set aside available on its own and you have to have two the time and three the knowledge i always say the capital time and knowledge and of course with all if you don't have if you're missing one of those three you can't do it and it's like all three of those components have to be right and i aspire to make those three components right again and once those three components are right in my opinion you're on top of the world. Yeah. There's no rush compared to it. You'd have to experience it to know and understand what <laughs> that rush is, yeah, what yeah. that means. When you walk, you're not walking on the ground. You're literally walking on a compressed layer of air. <laughs> okay. That's what yeah. it is. That's what it yeah. is. And hopefully when you make some more millions, I'm speaking to you, Alex. Just to be just to be clear, I have no millions okay. right now. When, but yes, well, yeah. When you that doing that, <laughs> a, a slice of that capital to hopefully 
help make things happen once again. Yeah, because that's something so that if one understands it and you know it, and I've experienced it, you're literally walking on a cushion of air every day. It's like, it's an unbelievable thing. And you have, you, you're literally in and of itself, in and of yourself, the business on a daily basis. And, and it's amazing. It's, I, I love it. It, you know, now you've you've made me I, become. Watching, you, you've made you, me you've become, lit up. You've made me become quite nostalgic. <laughs> yeah. So at this point, I yeah, realize yeah. you know I'm on that nostalgic ride right, back. Right. So I'll just pause right okay, now. Okay. Yeah. Take a break. Take a breather. Drink a water. I'll just, I'll just pause. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. It's <laughs> crazy. Almost at the end of the year, 2020, yeah. almost over. Can't wait. Yes. What? I, I look forward to it. A I look year. forward to it. It's, uh, My it's goodness. Amazing. I look forward to it. Yeah. And, uh, and, and yeah, it's great, you know, where in order, uh, sometimes I think to myself, I say, yeah, in order to thrive, you must first survive. Yeah. And in order, to, in order to thrive in 2021, you must first survive COVID of 2020. Yeah. <laughs> in order to survive, you must first, in order to thrive, you must first survive, you know? So it's good. And, you know, and once you survive, it's tough. I could have, sometimes I imagine the younger people, how tough it must be for them where you got to have a lockdown, you can't go out, you can't quite do this. It's crazy. Oh, it's, it, it, it's, it's, it's brutal for everyone. It's crazy. And, and I think it does, it also matters, you know, where, where in the country you live. But definitely up here, California, the coast, more more densely populated places, yeah. it's tougher. Yeah, you know, everyone, you know, literally everyone, and you know, the the people who I truly feel for are the parents of school age children. Oh yeah, oh yeah, who have become teachers. Yeah. While they're involuntary, involuntary teachers yeah, at home, involuntary teachers homeschooling, while balancing their 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 work, uh, their careers. That's right. On like, I mean, can't imagine it. It's 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 so much. I mean, I don't have any kids yet. You know, they're not school age, but I can't ima- imagine doing that. Just yeah. the, just even the lo- just the logistics. Yes. Of it all. Yes. During the day, while you're while you're taking meetings, you have to make you're making sure that your 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 kid is on all of the right classes and is on the computer and doing their thing. Yeah, that's right. It's tough. That's one of the things that I had thought about myself. I said, "Wow, I'm happy that my kids are pretty much you know a little bit older. Yeah. I have a 17 year old and a 21 year old. Yeah, pretty much, figure it out they themselves. could figure out. They understand. You know, they could take care of it themselves. I'm appreciative of that. And those the days when I had to make sure that I had a babysitter yeah. every day to take care of the both of them. Fortunately, I did. And I had gone through that phase. But of course, you know, it, yeah, it's definitely a harder time right now to be going through the taking care of kids of those uh, elementary yeah. and and uh, school age type. I do understand that. But but there's there's light at the tunnel. Yeah. It's wonderful. And uh better better days on the horizon. Yes. For everyone involved. And of mm-hmm. course, uh as a parent um, and a parent to be yourself you know I'm a parent and you always like to think of there will there ought to be better days for your kids you know two, two, two and a half months away two and a half months away wonderful okay it's good two and a half months away it's crazy my life yeah. is about to change yeah, dramatically two, two, yeah it's 
part of the fun time. It's, yeah. it's a wonderful time. Yeah. It's a wonderful time. It's great that you know you are a career person and so is your wife and you are actually able to do that. It it's super and that's what life is all about. Yeah. So it's, it's super. It's exciting. We got the um I spent uh so I'm si- si- I'm simultaneously working in the kitchen. Now we're, we're now we're insulating, we're insulating this insulating the ceilings. I think we might be able to pull, put up the walls this weekend. Well, you know what I've called you before. What's that? I don't know if you might remember, but I did oh, call yeah. you the Punisher. The Punisher. <laughs> well, why do you call me that? You'll work day and night, twenty four hours a day. You'll do this. You'll you you'll do all the kitchen work. You'll put sheetrock maybe if necessary. You'll do insulation and then you'll let me let me get up and go to work and put in fourteen hours of let, that work day and yeah let me come let, back let, and do it again. That's literally you know? how. Let me tell you how I punish myself this 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 week. Um. It was one. It was one. One day in particular. Well, anyway, so working in the kitchen, like I said, putting up the insulation. This stuff is easier. It's not as it's not as backbreaking as because uh, we're getting closer to the closer to the end. But we had you know tough days up there. You know supporting supporting the ceilings with uh, uh, you know to to putting walls in the attic, supporting supporting the ceilings that we we took down the load bearing wall. So I'm up there, you know, doing all that with uh, with, with Sunny and. Um, and like when 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 he leaves for the day, I'm painting the nursery. I'm getting I'm getting the nursery all all, all prepped up. This yeah, this is one weekend. That same day, after I after I painted, same day cleaned up cleaned cleaned out all the old took out all the fr- old furniture out of the guest room. Stored it in the closet in the in the garage. Put the crib together. So the crib is done. Fortunately, the dresser's coming in a couple of days. I'll put that together. Room is coming together, nice. Um, doing the podcasts, editing the podcast. That's the that's the part that like I didn't fully appreciate the time commitment to editing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, you know, and uh, and 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 the last episode, I was I was telling you took me so long to edit it because I, I when we recorded I wanted to be a little bit more comfortable and I just had the mic positioned a little lower and literally every for for the entire time that we spoke you just heard me breathing the whole time I had to cut all that stuff out wow wow not I'm sure there's an easy way to do it I don't know what that easy way to what that easy way is you could only do what you know I'll, I'll, I'll learn it eventually but yeah, yeah. took took a while so all, all, all that happening while working a bunch of hours um and it, it it was it's been it's been a week. It's great to be young. It's yeah, yeah. it's great to be young, man. I, I, I wish I uh, felt as young as I <laughs> as, as I as I should. Um, you know, uh, you know, and, and you you always you always taunt me, you always taunt me and tell me that you feel you feel like you're like you're like you're 32 again, which is which is young which is which is younger than I am, and I do not feel 32. Don't hate me because I'm young and beautiful, man. <laughs> okay, yeah, good. <laughs> But it's uh, yeah, it's uh, I I appreciate that because there were times where I felt that every step that I took, there was a pressure on my right hip. Yeah, and you, I felt it, and I was cognizant and conscious of the movement of my movement. And it's been so long that I lived with it for so long. Of course, I thought it was normal. Yeah, until 
you come to, to be normal. It's not normal. You, you got to address it somehow. And sometimes you're able to address it effectively and sometimes not. But I'm happy to see it actually worked for me. You know, when yeah. I got that shot in about a year. When you got the stem cells. <laughs> Don't be jealous of my stem cells, yeah. man. When you got the Don't stem cells. be jealous cells. of my stem you cells. The, you got a stem cell connection. You, know? you haven't shared it with me yet. I have to put the stem cells. I don't know what cells, I need to do. I have to put the stem cells. That work. <laughs> yeah. It's like, hey. Yeah. You know? That's funny. It was like, and it was like oh, my God. It was like, uh, oh, my goodness. Yeah. It's, it's, it's crazy because sometimes when I think I'm like, oh, okay, it took me 50 years before I could understand that pain yeah. is not exactly normal, but I thought, hey, it's yeah. normal. It's a part of my body. It's a part of my life. Yeah, same, was it. same, same here. And um, we, there is, there is a hereditary part of it where, uh, same as you and Grandpa had it too, where the last two vertebrae of your spine were fused together. Mm -hmm. Mine is as well. I have, I have, I have chronic, I have chronic back pain. Yeah. 35 I've, I've been managing it really well recently but with all this work now I'm starting to I'm starting to feel it a little bit yeah um, but at times I would say hey you inherit the good and the bad I'm like sometimes I'm like yeah that's one thing that I know for a fact that yeah. I inherited from my father and that's what it is you can't yeah. just inherit the good only yeah it's like you're gonna inherit the good the bad and the ugly yeah yeah <laughs> you know, I'm like, hey, I would explain to that to some people. They'd be like, well, you're so lucky. Look at you. Yeah. Look at what you inherited. Yeah. You're like, yeah, everyone has their issue. You know, it's just a matter That's of right. how, how are you going to address yours? Yeah. And so far, I, I, so far, it's like, it's astounding. Yeah. In terms of how I feel, I'm like, wow. I wish I knew what I knew now about it, quite honestly. In my thirties, I think that's what every everyone everyone breathing, right? Our after a certain age, is saying the same thing. Yeah, because I'm saying the same thing of too. Course, because of I know from me, when I was in college, for whatever reason, I was always an athlete, right? But so, but in college, I started I started powerlifting. You know, me and my uh, me and one of my uh, my, my good friends. Um, Travis, we would we would go to the gym five times a week and just power lift, and we did it for we did it for three years straight. And I remember I remember the, I remember the day where like that started my the chronic back pain. I was squatting four hundred five on the on the on the squat rack free weights. Did it five times after doing like previous sets of like 395 375 365 five times each time i live 15 minutes i was in college i live 15 minutes from i was a 15 minute walk from the gym my dorm room was 15 minutes away it took me an hour to walk back to my dorm room that day because every two steps wow, not every two steps my back seized up on me wow wow and i could it was, oh, like, I was like dragging crazy. my. I was like dragging my foot. It took me an hour to walk back. To what did to, other to the, people think of you as you were I, walking? <laughs> they, they they probably thought, oh yeah, my gosh, they, yeah, that's yeah. crazy. That that was a classic case where you definitely yeah. needed to have had held a, a, a ride. Yeah, they probably they probably thought that I was 
on, on drugs, yeah, having yeah, having yeah. some sort of rush. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it didn't look pleasurable. It oh looked it looked God. it looked painful. I looked That's insane. Crazy. And and the thing is, when you're when you're when you're that when you're twenty years old, you think you're you think you're invincible. Of course. So of course. I, of course. Instead of instead of figuring out a way to get a ride to the medical center or somewhere where they could you know like immediately like look and treat me to make sure that nothing was wrong i know I, I i walked it off wow. i walked back to the dorm room wow. and probably a week or two later i was probably i never squatted that much weight ever again of course, of course. um but still it, it was you know you you yeah I pay for that stuff and then wow. and you when I look when I look back now it's like when you say I uh, I wish I knew what I knew then I have no idea why I wanted to be the strongest person I'll tell, I'll tell you in why. the world I'll tell you it makes no it made no sense I'll tell you why it's it's normal and inherited it's no it makes no sense it's, and you know there's a, there's a common saying that says use youth is wasted on the young yes it's like you're so it's like you're so stupid why do you have youth <laughs> Yeah. Why is it you that has the youth? You know, yeah. youth is wasted on the young because as an adult, you know, a 50, like, oh, man. But that's just the way it works. You cannot know what you know. You cannot know at 30 what you're going to know at 50. You, you know, the sense, the logic, the understanding, everything you're going to have, you just cannot have that. That's yeah, just it's not the way possible. it works. It's not possible. But and, you, it's like, and your brain, and I, and I believe your brain actually doesn't, Fully develop until you are about twenty six. That's what Sabine tells me. So. Sabine tells me. She tells me, yeah, your brain is not fully formed until you're twenty five. And now I understand why I was so crazy as a kid. Sometimes I would analyze myself like, why was I like that? Why was I such a risk taker like that? Why am I like that? And then it's like and you realize, yeah, so don't blame me. My brain wasn't fully formed at 16 or 17. Yeah. yeah. Now, <laughs> now, now, nowadays, it's like, I, I just like just the other day, I, I was, you know, doing doing some work and then I was on, on a ladder. And like the easy thing would just been to kind of just like jump down of or whatever position I was in. It's like, no, I'm not. You can't chance. I'm not. It. I'm not chancing it. You're not a superhero. I don't know. Yeah. What am I gonna do? I'm gonna. I'm gonna hop down. You don't. You don't wear a cape. Yeah. Exactly. I'm gonna hop down and yeah. then I'm gonna bust my ankle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On on some like yeah, was, weird landing. No, yeah. thank you. Yeah, yeah. Like you don't wear. I don't wear a cape, right? Let me just. Yeah. Slightly and then, yeah. ease off step yeah. by step. That's it. Step by step. I don't need to take unnecessary risks. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Not jumping three foot, three feet down to the ground. What's wrong with you? Oh my goodness! Yeah, so that's where we're at. That's the current state of affairs. You know, gotta preserve, gotta preserve what gotta I preserve. have left. You gotta have that. Yes, you gotta do that. You know. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So in light of that, what are your plans for the rest of the weekend? Um, for the rest of the weekend, um, my weekends are never that exciting. Okay. Well, that's true, but, man. Um, I mean, yeah, which is okay. Silly me. Yeah, um, we. I have some games with my son. My son, Brennan, will be playing some games. Okay. And I always look forward to that. I'll be watching him on the on the soccer field. Good deal. Which is uh, it's always great. That's what we'll be doing. For Good stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Well. Uncle Luke, always a pleasure. Always good to see you. Same here, Alex. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah. It's a pleasure to uh, drop by and chat with you. And for our podcast and to the listeners, um, 
thank you for listening and I'm happy that seriously yeah you have a certain amount of interest and I hope that we continue to um, have intelligent and interesting educational and possibly entertaining beneficial yeah um, conversations um, for for, any, you, any, for yeah. you guys anyone who's interested yes I, we, I really do appreciate everyone who listens yes. it's, 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 it's so interesting to see you know the, the the numbers going up as far you know as people people listening to the podcast yes. um it it's it, it's cool so um you know re- reach out to us send us emails um leave us a review yes it helps it helps a lot uh to help spread the word about about the podcast if uh if you find it of interest and um we'll talk to you guys next week okay super thank you all right take care that does it for today's episode of Between My Uncle and Me. Again, I'm Alex. And I'm Luke. Please subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and Spotify and anywhere else you get your podcast. And don't forget to leave us a review. Look out for new episodes every Wednesday and send us emails at bmuampod at gmail.com. Take care of yourselves. Until next time. Bye-bye.